We head on over to the KRDO news line. And certainly Colorado has not escaped the pain of seeing a law enforcement officer gunned down in the line of duty. Uh, We've had, unfortunately, our share of those tragic cases. Now, new numbers are out for how many have died in 2022 in the line of duty. And there's an interesting trend developing. Marsha Ferranto is CEO of the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial Fund, and she joins us right now. Marsha, first of all, welcome to the show. Well, good morning, and thank you for making this a priority. You bet. Uh, as I said, we unfortunately have had that mourning uh, th- that comes with the death of a law enforcement officer, have had that come over our community too often. But uh, let's let's talk about the, the new numbers out. What do they show? So we are, we are seeing year over year a decrease in fatalities. Uh, right now we're reporting 61% decrease, but I want to make sure that your audience knows that that's mostly due to COVID. Um, we, lo- we saw 405 line of duty deaths uh, related to COVID last year, 2021, and it was reduced to 70 in 2022. So if you take that outlier out of the statistic, we're looking at about a 14% decrease year over year. But we're looking at just uh, when you look at decade over decade, uh, significantly up the numbers are when you compare it to, you know, where we were maybe back in the 70s. Well, that's true. One of the um, uh, points of data that we're examining right now is firearms. Uh, Although firearm fatalities remained um, the same, 21 and 22, at 64, if we're looking at decades um, the prior decade, we are up 21%. So when we produce these numbers, it's not enough to just report out on them, but it's what are you going to do with these data points? How are you going to implement officer safety and wellness programs that are going to help uh, keep names off the wall, help keep these law enforcement officers safe? So we're we're looking at doing a deep dive into this um, this firearms uh, stat of 21% decade over decade. Now, you are looking into circumstances because it sounds like, uh, you know, the circumstances could be a real key in analyzing this and trying to uh, provide uh, better protection, maybe better strategies and, and policing uh, uh, protocols. That's right. So if you look at the firearms um, numbers, the top two uh, reasons for firearm fatalities in 22, first was ambush. Um, We had 11 ambushes. And I think it's important to note uh, that our definition of an ambush is uh, premeditated, unexpected assault while concealed or by calculated advantage. I know there's a lot of words, but um, many different organizations come to the definition of ambush from a from a different perspective. That's what we use for looking at 11 in 2022. The second reason for firearm fatalities were domestic, and that has remained consistent year over year. Uh, domestic disputes being a a uh, a high reason for these firearm fatalities. We will be jumping into those situations, that data also, to help develop officer safety and wellness programs that will help avoid some of these fatalities. 
And for instance, here in uh, Southern Colorado, there's been, uh, and we've participated in it as a, a sponsor of um, telethons to raise money for it, but there's been a big push to uh, provide law enforcement officers, even canines uh, who are working uh, for law enforcement agencies with uh, more protective gear, helmets and, and vests that are uh, more advanced or, or stronger than the ones that are issued uh, typically to uh, the departments here in Colorado. Do those, I mean, is that helpful? Absolutely. And it's not just that those are good ideas. Those are imperative for states to be focusing on uh, what we know works and finding the funding to help these men and women stay safe. When you when you really humanize the behind the badge, we're looking at 204 men did not come home from work in 2022. 22 women did not return home. And the average age of these law enforcement officers was 44 years old. And they left behind an average of two children. These are real people doing a real job trying to keep our community safe. And I think we owe them every possible opportunity uh, from gear to training to make sure that they're prepared to go out and do just that, keep our community safe. All right. And what to, what about these uh, now as uh, more and more agencies seem to be going toward providing a team that includes mental health professionals that are part of, uh, for instance, a response team that, and they may not even have you know, the, the typical law enforcement academy experience or background, but they're being brought into these response uh, crisis teams. Yeah, I think that it's, I think it's a great idea. I mean, anything that leads to solutions to a problem is a good idea. Uh, demonizing the law enforcement profession and dividing law enforcement from communities uh, is never a good idea. So I, uh, I'm, we're all about uh, solution-based conversations and, uh, and, and how those solutions are leading to safer law enforcement. Well, here in Colorado, we had two law enforcement officers losing their lives uh, in line of duty deaths in 2022, and that's certainly too, too many. Um, and, uh, you know, hearts... And thoughts and prayers go out to the families and the uh, communities that are left behind. But at the same time, Marsha, it sounds like uh, the work you're doing to research and look for, uh, you know, ways to provide answers in this ongoing struggle are really uh, imperative. Marsha Ferranto is CEO of the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial Fund. Marsha, thank you for joining us here on KRDO's Morning News. Thank you for having us.